Welcome back today on the Red Couch Chronicles. Our What's Wild is going to be Glowing Up Gone Wrong. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. So, y'all, at my job, I like, I got to give you some background story first. At my job, I make the schedule. And also, at my job, you can you can pick up shifts at other locations. So this girl who has picked up a shift at our store before hit me up and was like, hey, can I come in and work? Yada, yada, yada. And I was like, cool, that's fine. So she comes in, she works. They was ragging on her because she only worked like 8 to 12. So we was tripping about that because it was a little baby shift. Not really doing <laughs> shit. And so then, <laughs> next thing I know, I come back to work like a couple of days. I think it happened over the weekend. So I came back to work on like Monday and my boss is like, hey, so you can't let, <laughs> you can't let her work here anymore. <laughs> like she doesn't need to pick up shifts over here anymore. And I was like, okay. And they was like, yeah, she was still in time. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, get out of here. Cause she looked like she was always pretty nice and like real sweet looking like she wouldn't do shit like this. I was really like appalled. Scammer. <laughs> so they're like, so she worked like a Friday or well, she worked like a Saturday and like a Thursday or some shit like that. So on Thursday, she only worked eight to 12 and on Saturday, she only worked eight. I mean, she only worked nine to three. So, on when she wrote in her time, because she couldn't clock in because she wasn't scheduled, she wrote that she worked 8 to 4 on Thursday. <laughs> and wrote down that she worked 9 to 6 on Saturday. And so, I was like, damn, she was really out here trying. Like, she was really trying to finesse some shit. <laughs> and so, the other day, I found out how she got caught, which is even more wild. So, apparently, when she was writing down her time, and she has done this before... She wrote, like, all her information down, but didn't write down her name. So, the girl who does the time was like, you know, I was trying to figure out who the hell she was. And I finally figured it out. So, I was calling down to tell her, make sure she puts her name. And the bitch was gone. Mm -hmm. So, that's how she got caught. She wrote her time before she went in? Yeah, apparently she had already wrote her time down. Uh, She wasn't even scamming right. You don't write your time to the end. Or something to the extent. She had already wrote her time down. They was trying to put in. Or maybe this was some old time they were trying Mm -hmm. to put in. And before payroll. And she was trying to tell her, look, you need to be writing your name down when you write your time. Which is a scam in the first place because who's not writing their name down to write their time down like you already on some fuck shit damn she was just trying to glow up right get to the bag and fell back on her man and then she hit me up the other day (laughs) asking to work (laughs) the glow up don't stop yeah she ain't stopping I had to be like oh well we're already fully staffed, so thanks. <laughs> Hell no, I want to be like, listen, bitch. <laughs> we're on to you. Your spot is hot. You need to chill. <laughs> like, really? Your Black. spot is way hot. <laughs> you need to sit down. Look, you might as well not even hit me up no more. What I should have told you. Man. We won't be needing you. <laughs> you can't come back here, actually. Hey, so I got a wild ass glow up going wrong. Definitely. It does not relate to either one of these. <laughs> so, y'all, I don't know what Shawty Preacher told her that night. <laughs> oh, my God. Y'all, I remember this so vividly. And if she hear this, girl, you got to laugh about this now. I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, man, like. I don't know what Shawty Preacher told her, but I feel, I remember it vividly because it was the day before my birthday, December the 2nd. I would never forget. We used to play this, this 
team in basketball in high school that was like not far from my hometown. Like it was not a rival, but it was a it was a little bit. A it little just wasn't bit. our biggest rival. Yeah, it wasn't our biggest rival, but it was kind of a rival game. Like of course, high school me is hype. Like it's the night before my birthday. I'm going to the game. I'm driving my own car. Like it's a good night. It's a good night. I feel like I I want to say this was my senior year, but I really don't know. Could have been my junior year. I don't remember. But either way, I was hyped because I was driving. It was lit. So we go to the game. I don't remember if we win the game or lose the game because during the game, we got some crazy-ass news. Basically, we heard that this young lady had died. Hmm. (laughs) It was a young... Why am I laughing? <laughs> Already, bro. Like, y'all got me laughing. But, yeah, we heard she died. It was, it, I mean, come on. It's the day before my birthday. I'm young. Like, that told me up. Like, I mean, you, you. I guess you just in shock at first. Like, you just seen her yesterday at school, and then she did. Like, it, it's just <laughs> ugly. But the, the craziest part about it was she put something on Facebook. And I don't know what that was. I don't know if that was, like, I'm gone. I don't know what it she was. Said. Some sort of death announcement. It was uh, some sort like of death she announcement. She posted her own death announcement. Like she said, she was dead. Like she didn't say. I don't know. <laughs> like you know how like, like somebody like, else is doing it from her. Right, right, right. Kind of, was, that, I, I don't think it said that, but it looked to that nature. Like if she's okay. dead, you know she didn't post it. So maybe somebody in her family just wanted to kind of yeah, calm the like, community and just posted something post on her page. That okay. she, you know, I don't know if it was rest in peace. I don't know, but either way. The assumption had got around that she was dead. So, like, everybody, everybody was toe up. Like, morning she's was gone. happening. Morning, like, okay, this is the day before my birthday. I'm also a little selfish because I'm like, damn, I'm not trying to be mourning nobody's death on my birthday, bro. <laughs> the whole and, community was in And morning. the crazy thing is, no, this is not somebody I was completely close with, but I'm from a small town. So, so it's like, damn. Like, it's, it hits home. It does, truly. So, Y'all, I never forget, we get back to town. I'm at the local gas station, the Shell. Shout out to the bird. And I don't know if I get a call or text message, but either way, we find out that the shit is false. The girl is not dead, right? <laughs> we should be a rejoice. Like, she, she's not dead. But no, 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 no. I'm like, <laughs> because my whole heart was broke. I done went through all these emotions driving home. I could have ripped my damn self. Like, just sad. Like, what the hell? So, come to find out, the backstory behind it is, Shawty Pastor, which... I'm just going to say yeah. Shawty Pastor <laughs> said that, you know, basically, I guess he was preaching. And, and I'm going to put it in my words. He was preaching on glow ups, right? And he was talking about, you know, when you're trying to glow up, you know, you need to know what people think of you. Mm-hmm. You know, and you need to know what your legacy would be if you were gone. Like, that's a part of the glow up, like making a legacy so that people will remember you. So, I guess he asked the question, what do you think people would say if you were dead and gone? Like, what do you... And she went straight to <laughs> and it. And she went straight to it. Let's she took out. it to she another level. She was just level. trying to find out. She felt unappreciated. So, but I feel like that's a globe gone wrong. I feel like, baby, if you felt like, if you really wanted to know, ask some of the people in your life or random people, strangers, ask anybody in your life, like... <laughs> Don't act like you dead. Like, do not play dead. Like, we used to say play dead, but play nah, dead. bitch, don't play dead like that. <laughs> that makes me think about, you remember when that dude died and, <laughs> well, you know, one of our friends reminded us, of it, reminded us of this not too long ago. When that dude died at school and they all thought it was somebody else and the dude had to get on Twitter <laughs> and be like, y'all, y'all, it's not, not me. <laughs> Poor thing. And shout Ooh, out to him. What is that like to like people think you're dead? <laughs> hold on, hold on. I just want to say shout out to him because number one, he took our picture for us at homecoming. That's number one. <laughs> and number two, he actually is one of the only people who looks at our story on the Red House Chronicle page. So shout out to him. He's alive and well. Kicking. Bless him. But Bless yeah, that him. was funny. They mistaked him from <laughs> 
<laughs> that's why my uh, that's why my mom thing for her birthday is sixty five and alive. Hey, that's my grandma's birthday thing. Sixty five and alive. She she letting everybody know. I'm alive. I'm here, bitch. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. <laughs> yeah, but I thought that was wild, man. Y'all never go to that extreme. If you really want to know if somebody care about you, love you, or even think of you or anything, just ask them before you go to that extreme. Don't play dead like that. Because people really, really get emotional. People really care, girl. Hey, guy. Everybody, people really care about you. Somebody does, I swear to God. Somebody cares about Somebody you. Somebody loves you, baby. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> oh, goodness gracious. That's wild. Glow is gone wrong, for real. Glow is gone wrong. This is way funnier than we thought. <laughs> well, guess I gotta get to my glow up gone wrong. Yeah. I'm going with a personal glow up gone wrong. <laughs> How brave are you? <laughs> Bless you. So, um, this was about, I would say two or three years ago. Um, going through a glow up. It was an inner and an outer glow up. Uh, but I was focusing on the physical aspect of it. So I spent a day on myself, you know. Got my hair looking good. Going to get my eyebrows and my lashes done. And then the eyebrow appointment went left. <laughs> see, see. I'm already not one to let people really mess with me just as a whole. My hair, my face, you know, that I, I'll do it myself. But man, went in there with my little brother just because he was in town hanging out with me. I was like, okay, this is going to be a quick little 15-minute trip. Get in there, sit in a chair. And you know that moment when you just feel too much hair yeah. and too much pulling You're and You're doing tugging. a lot. You're doing a lot up there. And I just told you to clean this up. I didn't tell you to arch. I didn't tell you to shave. I didn't tell you to do nothing. She I said clean. threaded me to a pencil-thin line. <laughs> talking about i was permanently excited just because the brows were so thin and just oh arched she arched them to the gods but they were thin as all get out <laughs> oh, oh god that's were, like the worst bruh no her eyebrows were thinner no, than yeah, i've ever they seen they were thin as hell and then at the time like there was this filter on snapchat y'all this is how she Snapchat where they it was like a makeup filter, but the eyebrows were like literally arches. <laughs> and the bitch put the, <laughs> we put that filter on her face, and sure, the eyebrows matched. They matched, y'all. They matched. <laughs> it was awful. It was awful. I was crying, laughing, crying, laughing, and crying a little and hurt too, because I already know. Because one time somebody fucked mine off, and I was just uber hurt. I couldn't even be mm-hmm. mad like I wanted to be because I still looked excited trying to be mad. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I was like, tore up. Every girl, no, that's like the worst. That's the worst thing that can happen to you. Is your eyebrows get messed up because that's like your whole face. And that's a process to get them back right. Yeah, it takes forever for them to grow back. And then I'm not a person who really, like, I only mess with a fill-in if I'm doing a full face. Like, I wouldn't just fill in my eyebrows on a regular day. Man. So to have to fill in something if my shit was thin, I just, I don't know. And then, see, (laughs) I I need some bangs too. (laughs) Because when I feel like my eyebrows got too thin i went through a whole phase oh of feeling them in too gosh. big she had them <laughs> thick ass <laughs> but look but look honestly y'all it's like you you know when your friend is doing something that's scary as hell <laughs> but you want to let them be them and support what they trying to do and you try to say something but you know and that you're shit. stubborn too because i'm like well i like them like this <laughs> and i was like bro them junk stick is and at, the, at that moment, I did because I just was like, there. I mean, I'm not going to lie, though. She made it a look like that's that's why, like, you can't, like, you can't always hate because you made it a thing. I'm not going to lie. Like, you rock that shit. You changed your hair up to go with it. Like, you changed the rest of your makeup up and accessories. Like, I'm like, I'm not playing. This, I don't know. You look like you wouldn't from here. 
I put my head to the sky, I sing Grateful for the blessings you bring Thank you for the ones I love Forgive me for the times I was down and confused I know what I reap is what I will sow Once again I find myself Back with you from my L. All I ever wanted was to hit them bitches holler back. Get some money plus respect and now look, I got all of that. All I want to do is see my granny on the other side. All I want to do is kill the man that made my mama cry. All I want to do is touch a platinum plaque and celebrate. All I want to do is keep my niggas out the yellow tape. All I want to do is see my granny on the other side. All I want Hello. And welcome back to the Red Couch Chronicles. I'm your host, Mo, and to my left is... Hey, Marie, what's up? And to her left is... Whitney, what's good, y'all? And y'all already know how we get down over here. The Red Couch Chronicles is now unpredictable. We've been doing this for a couple <laughs> weeks now, so <laughs> you never know what you might get in this thing. Um, So y'all already know we always gonna give you insight we always got to clarify some things. Mm-hmm. And you already know. Come vibe on the couch. Come sit on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> What's free? Um, anyway. Um, so, it's definitely glow up season. Okay? Glow up season. And we talking all about glowing pains today. The mm-hmm. show is entitled Glowing Pains. And... I think that it is very fitting that we break down the glow up. I think that it's overused. We we say it a lot. Yeah, everybody say they're glowing up, but are you? But well, give what me does some that con- mean? give me some context. Like, what does that really mean? So we're gonna talk about how we see glow ups, and we think that there are two kinds of glow up. You have your inner glow up. And you have your outer glow up. Mm-hmm. And your inner your inner glow up is more spiritual. It's it's organic. It's unforced. It's everything. Yeah. So can Amber, can you give me a little something about the inner glow up? I mean, so I feel like your inner glow up be like, would be like recognizing places where you need to glow up. Mm-hmm. Like identifying places that you see you ain't really moving at your highest capacity. Mm-hmm. And so, I got to try to identify what that is, why that is, and what you need to do to get to that. Mm-hmm. And going inside to do that. Yeah. Like, not seeking any other source to do that. Going within yourself, right. literally. Right. And then we got the outer glow up, and that's more like your physical. That's your image. That's your actions. That's your perceptions. Mm-hmm. Whitney, what does that look like? I mean, that can show itself in many ways. I feel like one that you see a lot now is the Mm rebrand. That's when Mm -hmm. I want to change my image. I feel like that's why that is the outer part because Mm -hmm. it's what you put off to the world. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Right. That can be, I'm going to redo my social media. Mm -hmm. I want to change the way I present myself to everyone. Let me scrub my page. So let me scrub my Mm -hmm. page and... That can be your outer glow. It can be a haircut. Yeah. I'm trying to change my look, you know? Hair dye. You know? Right. Losing weight. (laughs) Yeah. It may be a career change, you know? Mm -hmm. It's whatever it is that you do out in the world that doesn't necessarily come from your inner. And it may be motivated by something inner. But it's what you do to the outside, that action, what you do that follows through on that. It makes it the outer. Yeah. And I think it's important to mention that um, you can have a mutual glow up. Right. You know, it can it can 
uh, it can exist where it's your inner and your outer because you connected something spiritual to your right. uh, to your glow physical. up on social media. Social media and people don't even know. Right. Social media though. <laughs> 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 like, but people haven't even connected what you want. I feel like that's kind of me. I mean, sure. anybody looking at me can probably see that, but it's it's mutual because it all starts with the mind. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. So, um, you know, we can we can keep talking about glowing up, but we also know that there's levels to this shit. Like, For sure, man. In order to get there, some people need a path. Like I, I'm one of those people who needed some type of pathway because I'm chaotic, I'm mm-hmm. wild, I'm a loose cannon sometimes. You gotta and I, have some form of structure. Yeah, and I mean sometimes whenever you're growing into your adult self like when you've kind of stepped away from the things that you known as a child or go by as a young adult and you stepping into okay this is how I see the world mm-hmm. it's like okay now I need my own rubric I need to write my own syllabus about mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. so we came up with a way for you to do that yes or this is definitely the way we've come to that or how we try to do that how we try to glow up exactly so this is the six laws of glow. <laughs> <laughs> so the first law is understanding judgment. And I say understanding because you have to know when to release some judgment and when some of that judgment is necessary, like we talked about in our judgment episode. Mm-hmm. So like you can't glow up for one, you can't glow up if you're judging everyone else's process. If you're looking at how everybody else moving. Because you're not focusing on yourself. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the glow up is about you. Mm-hmm. It's like you need to make sure, you, like we've introduced before, you're taking yourself to self-court, checking yourself, making sure you're truly focused on your individual glow up and not the glow up that you think everyone wants you to have or should have. Like, are you trying to glow up to look like what people approve of? Or are mm-hmm. you glowing up to what... Is really you, what you really want, mm-hmm. what you really trying to, um, ah, what you really, ah, I lost the word, what you really trying to achieve, mm-hmm. like, yeah. what's your, what's what's the your end goal? goal, yeah, what's yeah. your goal, yeah, agreed, number two, so the second law is energy, making sure your energy is in check, making sure you're operating at your highest frequency, at your highest capacity, like, are you, and then this is something that I have to remind myself all the time. It's like keeping in mind that your energy affects others. So you're like, people can feel your energy and you can't, you can't act like that's not real. Like you can't act like people don't feel that you, your energy is off or that your energy is not what it usually is. And, and and remember that you're in control of how you let outside energy affect you. Like, what what energy are you putting weight on? What are you really taking to heart? What are you really running with? What you really building your foundation on? Absolutely. And law number three. Uh, law number three is going to be your connections. Mm-hmm. Your connections are going to play a key role in whatever your goal is through your glow up. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like one thing with your connections, you need to identify which of those energies resonate with you, which energies you're going to let resonate with you. You're going through a process when you're getting ready to glow. Right. Mm-hmm. So the ideals that you want to hold on to, the people that you want to hold on to, you need to identify those. Mm-hmm. And you need to decide which of those are going to help you get to your glow and that you want to put your energy towards and focus on. Those mm-hmm. are the things you want to connect to more closely. Mm-hmm. Um, then you also want to focus on connecting with people who share the interest of you. Like if you're trying to glow up to put yourself in a better position to go after the things that you want, you may need to be networking. Right. That may need to be your form of connection. So there is this like phrase that someone used to tell me all the time like birds of a flip of a feather flock together and I did not I used to hate when he said that but it that's some real that's so real like the people you're around like that should be 
that's who you're sharing your interests with. That mm-hmm. You're you're gonna flock with people that are like you. Mm-hmm. I also feel myself connecting with different forms of knowledge. I feel like that's also a research thing mm-hmm. that leads you to connection during that time of the glow up. You want mm-hmm. to maybe it's by finding some people that are knowledgeable or have done what you're trying, trying to do to. Mm-hmm. and choosing to surround yourself with them. Like I feel like sometimes it may show itself in many different forms. I know one way I it I do that is I might follow a bunch of people online that I see navigating mm-hmm. through this. Mm-hmm. Do y'all have some ways that y'all latch on to people or ideas or things or try to connect to them during times of your glow up? I do. Um, I, like you said, like following people, I definitely follow people on social media that I aspire to, that I feel like are achieving the things that I want to achieve in my own way. Um, and also by like, my friends, like the people that I've grown to attach to are definitely always pushing me to to glow up for sure. Um I think I do all of those to connect, <laughs> kinda. I definitely follow different people online and they inspire me in whatever way, no matter what they're doing. Like right. somebody could have a good like LeBron, I'm team LeBron, y'all know that. Y'all should know that by now, but you know, that's my that's my guy. Um, you know, when he, when he makes a, when he makes a move or stride, it inspires me in a way, even though I don't play basketball, it just, you know, people, people like his, his show, the shop, it really like inspires me just cause it's like, I'm glad that you're doing other things. And I've always seen that in you, Mm -hmm. regardless of what people say, I know that it's so, you have so much more to give. That's the only reason you could get this far. Like you're. The type of leader that I see in myself, so I do, I do that a lot because that's I, easy to do. I think that's a good point. You definitely the people that are transcend boundaries are mm-hmm. those who are putting their energies in so much more than just one particular. Energy. Yeah, yeah, and I really, really connect to that because I feel like that is what I am in a way. Yeah, you know? I definitely feel like that's the one thing about connection. You want to connect to people that model the things that you like you want to maybe pick up a new book to connect to new ideas and Mm -hmm. things research and that kind of just all of that encompasses and leads you to the next law Mm -hmm. which would be disconnection law Mm -hmm. number four law number four disconnect exit you know there are some ideas and people and things that you're gonna have to shed Mm mm-hmm to get yourself to the place that you're trying to glow to. Opposite end of the spectrum. Yes. And I feel like that's where you want to identify maybe what are some weak links that you have in some of those connections that you have made in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, and those a lot of times can be people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, old relationships mm-hmm. or things that you are just trying to hold on to that may be harmful right friends you gotta drop yeah like i just ignored my ex call yesterday because i just can't (laughs) i just can't i really can't yeah like you know when you care about somebody but but it's like i can't there ain't what i want yeah like keep entertaining i can't i cannot there's no no way i can really go forward and if i'm continuing to dabble in some shit that i know is not good for me exactly just just to be there for you which was the whole problem in the first place Mm -hmm. like i can't continue to do that there's no hard feelings i just have to disconnect i cannot keep attaching my energy to that and when you're trying to glow that is a time where you should be sinking that energy in into building Mm -hmm. the you that you are trying to craft yeah and you can't put that on things that are just going to soak up that energy and Mm -hmm. not give any input and that's why it's so important to focus on your connections and the things that you want to disconnect from can't connect to people who not reciprocating what you give no like especially if not right now you're trying to, let's say you're wanting to build. Mm-hmm. You're trying to build. Maybe it's a business. Maybe it's a podcast. Mm-hmm. It could be anything. Like yeah. You right. want to surround yourself with people that are conducive to that. Exactly. Right. And sometimes you have to analyze the people around you just on that field. Mm-hmm. Just to decide who 
needs to be stronger? Who do I need to connect with stronger? Who do I maybe need to take some time away from mm. to yeah. get to my goal? Absolutely. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> Law number five. <laughs> fear and desire. Mm. And y'all, I'm finna take it there with fear and desire, but I really I really mess with this just because I found a lot of resources that I've used and I'll um we'll we'll maybe can we put those in the bio for them later. But uh, okay. Fear and desire. And basically the synopsis of this is to divorce fear mm-hmm. and marry desire. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna break down fear today. Because, you know, fear has held me back. Me back. <laughs> me and back. so <laughs> held me back. Three back. Me back. Me me back. <laughs> fear has literally, like, I've done a lot of things because um, I am chaotic and I do take chances a lot. But there's a lot of things that I could have done, but fear stopped yeah. me that I know could have been brilliant. Now, Now I see that. So, we're going to break down fear. Fear, I think this is a great acronym for fear. False evidence appearing Mm -hmm. real. Mm -hmm. And there are three main factors that keep people from making changes necessary to improve their lives. You have, first, the fear of change. Yes. The fear of criticism. Okay. And the fear of failure. Oh, you really taking it there. We taking it there. Okay. Okay. So, we're going to talk about how to overcome all of those. Now, you choose your own path and your own way to get over stuff. But sometimes, you need need a way. You get to this um, fork in the road where it's like, I no longer have my parents to tell me. I no longer... Am under the same religious system I was under. I'm no longer under the same. I'm not in college anymore. I'm not. I don't have no. Mm-hmm. Nobody is here to tell me. So when you get to this fork in this road and you have to overcome the fear of change, the fear of criticism, and the fear of failure first to overcome the fear of change, you have to have total trust in your vision. Yes. You have to have total trust in your vision. And I'm telling y'all right now, they think I'm crazy because I trust my vision. Okay. Hey. I trust my vision, period, because I see it. Mm -hmm. I see it so vividly in my mind, and I know that's such an important part of the process. The moment that you can't see where you headed, you lost. You are lost. So, you have to overcome the fear of change by constantly seeing that vision. I'm talking about total faith. Right. Total trust in what you see. And sometimes, you could be like me and see everything. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I see it all. Tell tell them today. I see it all. Tell them today. But because of how this, this world is set up, how this construct is set up, I have to focus on one thing very intensely in order to make it manifest. So, it is important for me to accomplish my goals that I see the vision and I trust it. And the same for you. That's how you overcome that fear of that change. I mean, if you don't, if you stop believing in it, then it's no longer real. Absolutely. Period. Now, to overcome the fear of criticism, which is a big one for me as well, I am just like, look, I really don't care what you think, but when you tell me, it's like almost like I'm obligated to care. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's almost like I'm obligated to care. But to overcome that, I think it's first by realizing that all criticism is not harmful. It's not. It is not harmful. Like it's the not. moment that you're automatically rejecting, Defensive. yes. You, it's, it's, criticism is an ego shit. Yeah, absolutely. And sometimes it's exactly what you need to hear to yeah. get to Good your mm-hmm. to your next point. Like you can't be afraid to have anybody check your actions or what you're doing or anything. Right. Yeah. And I think the bottom line to like overcoming that fear of criticism is to just refuse to worry about what other people think, say, or do. Mm-hmm. You have to refuse that. I mean, that directly relates to what you know what I was saying about judgment. Like, are you is your glow up 
because of somebody of what somebody else thinks. Yeah, like are you judging yourself off what how other the critics or the people supporting you what they view it as? Right. Yeah, and I mean to give some context for for overcoming that criticism. Um, if if it's coming from someone you respect, mm-hmm. that is constructive. You need to pay mm-hmm. attention. You need to intelligently analyze what they're saying. And who's objective? Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Take that. That's constructive. That's good. But if it's somebody you don't respect, Whitney has said this before, you tune them out completely and you continue with your program. Right. That is just what that is. So when it comes to um, the fear of criticism, when people criticize you, it's a good bet that you're doing something right. Mm -hmm. You're doing something right. Yeah. Yeah. Putting yourself out there. You've made some kind of impression because they felt the need to have an opinion. Exactly. Exactly. And then lastly, to overcome the fear the fear of failure. Like, to mm. really... Uh, to, <laughs> to really know, look, I might put this out there and nobody might not care. Like, yeah. Because if you're not failing, are you really succeeding? Come My on, thing ho- is, is <laughs> what is your motives? Is... Are you doing this to just let others decide whether this is good, bad, or indifferent? Or are you doing this because you just want to put that out there? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I mean, to overcome the fear of failure is to realize that to fail means that you're trying. Right. Mm-hmm. And also that anyone who has not failed at anything has probably never succeeded at anything either. Mm-hmm. You didn't do anything. At yeah. all. Fail, you are going to... To succeed, you're going to fail. At least one. That shows action. Exactly. Exactly. And and to balance the fear out, you have desire. Mm -hmm. Desire. Like, I think that after you've released the judgment, you've checked your energy, you've connected, you've disconnected, you've divorced fear, Mm -hmm. you're about to marry that desire, Mm -hmm. that burning desire. Like, that is the ingredient, the key ingredient for change. Like, unless you have a deep hunger and burning desire for changes you want to bring about in your life, those changes will not happen. Mm -hmm. You have to recognize that you can only change your condition by changing your thinking about yourself, Mm -hmm. your condition, and about the people that you associate with. Okay. Okay. So, change is basically never ending. Definitely. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. And I feel like that is a hard thing to accept for some people. Like, once you get to a certain age, especially older people, I noticed that it is really hard to accept that things change. So I think it's important as as young people right now who are kind of growing into adulthood is to go ahead and and really adopt that change will happen and that we have to adapt. I think you definitely, like, even when you talk about the glow up, you have to realize that it's not like a one-time thing and it's done. Now I'm glowed up. It's mm-hmm. a process that you continue to go right. through. You exactly. never stop working. Yeah. You never stop working. You never stop growing. You never stop taking in information. And because failure is a part of the process, that's constant glow up after glow up after mm-hmm. glow up exactly. after glow up. Because, I mean, that's inevitable at that point. Definitely. Um, but lastly... Law number six. Mm-hmm. Freedom! <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay, oh my I'm sorry. Freedom. <laughs> to freedom. What did Nikki say? <laughs> oh, my God. Girl. To girl. freedom! Girl. No, but literally, freedom, freedom, freedom. And I had to bring myself back because I got silly, but no. The last law is freedom, y'all. Freedom is is so deep that I I can only graze the surface right here. Basically. But we all going to be on that path for a while and for a minute. I think that there are some human beings who have reached 
Their state of freedom. Their state of freedom. But I think that that is a path that we are all on. Meek said was free. <laughs> free is when <laughs> free is when nobody else can tell us what to be. Uh-huh. Like what? So 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 when we talk of freedom, and y'all, I cannot even act like these are my words. Okay, this is the J. Krishnamurti that I am quoting from. Mm-hmm. Um, this is not something that I made up. Okay, so it's yeah, gonna really. it, and it's deep. So um, I we definitely gonna try to break this down in our own way. Um, but so when we talk of freedom, and these are his words, we are talking of the fundamental issue. It is not a freedom from something, mm-hmm. but the quality of mind and heart that are free and in which direction does not exist. Mm, Do I need to say that again? Okay. Give me one more time. Okay. So when we talk of freedom, we are talking of the fundamental issue. It is not a freedom from something, but the quality of a mind and heart that are free and in which direction does not exist. And and the first thing that comes to my mind and is as an example to kind of vividly see that is somebody who's been in jail mm-hmm. and it's some way that they found peace because there's no direction mm-hmm. at that point. Sometimes your case could be held up. You don't know when you can now. Somebody could have life. Mm-hmm. But they found this solitude in their mind and heart where they are free. Yeah. You can you you would know by speaking to them that they are encaged or they have mm-hmm. been their freedom has you doesn't you don't know because it is of their heart and of their mind. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the freedom that he's speaking of. Gosh, that makes me think of this movie about it was a black boxer back in the day. He was wrongfully convicted. And basically, he wrote this book. Ah, I can't remember his name. I'm so mad. Um, I can't remember his name. But he was wrongfully convicted. He wrote this book. Some little boy who was, like, adopted. Or or not adopted, but, like, on this kind of, like, exchange student kind of thing. Um, found the book. Read it. And then him and his the family that was, like, taking care of him uh, basically fought to get him free. But when he was in jail, like, they would go visit him and he'd be like, you know, he was just very, like you said, he was at peace. He used mm-hmm. to be, like, in the movie they showed him, he'd be, like, sitting in his cell reading. Mm-hmm. He didn't wear the jail uniform. He wore his own type of dress. Like, mm-hmm. it was wild. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what I think about when I hear that. But, I mean... It just sounds like clarity. Like yeah. Yeah. my heart's not heavy because I'm not still holding on to something. My mind is clear. Mm-hmm. I'm not being held by any idea, any yeah. like. Yeah. It's yeah. finding inner peace. Is, is what it sounds yeah. like. Understanding yeah. that this is continuous. There's no stopping point. Like my job can't affect me. There's nothing. Nothing outside of me can affect exactly. me. Like right. I am still within me. So nothing else Ooh, matters. And I'm yeah. in control. And and. I'm I mean, and I just want to be clear about this, y'all, what we're saying. Monks sit for years years and meditate. And there are shamans who meditate and, like, literally get to this space. This is not something that we are saying by any means that by the end of 2019 that you're going to be there. Right. <laughs> but we are saying that us, our, all three of us have started that path. Right. Because it's an individual we, process. Yeah, and because we recognize how powerful it is to be able to walk through this world, whether no matter where I am, and feel free. Yeah. Because we all know the reality of it is Mm -hmm. the construct that we live in that technically (laughs) we ain't free. Right. We ain't free. That's, that's, that's. that's. But I got to be free within me. Exactly. Exactly. So the rest of this don't matter. In my space and how I move. Yeah, and I mean, he gets even deeper. Do I need to read more? Do y'all want to keep might keep as well keep with Chris, Chris, yeah, Krishna? Yeah, because because gives it now. This is Jay Krishnamurti. Y'all look up any of his works, but it says freedom from something. It's only a modified 
I don't know why I can't read my writing right now. <laughs> Freedom from something is only a modified continuation. Oh my gosh. Okay. Freedom from something is only a modified continuation of what has been. Okay. And therefore, it is not freedom. When there is direction and therefore choice, freedom cannot exist. Okay. For direction is division and hence choice and conflict. Okay, you got to run that back. Yeah. We going to have to break that one down. Freedom from something is only a modified continuation of what has been. Let's stop right there. Okay. Freedom from something is only a modified continuation of what has been. It sounds like if you feel like changing one thing that's a part of your circumstances is going to give you freedom, that's going to always be there one thing that you could change to... Give it to you. Like, okay, if I get this job, if I get this promotion, everything's good for this moment. Right. Yep. Until it's the next issue. It's the next job. It's the next. Yeah, break them down. It's kind of like when you say, like, it was all good until it wasn't. Exactly. (laughs) And then after it's not anymore, then I got to find my next Mm -hmm. place to be good. Okay, so when you're just trying to be free from something that's immediate, that's right here, it's just. That's a distraction. And it's just, I I, I feel like to even get deeper, it's a modified, when he says it's a modified continuation of what it's been, do you not think other people have struggled through this same? Like, this is not a new. That's a good point. This is not a new struggle. Yeah, this is. (laughs) It's crazy. These are the same things holding everyone else. Exactly. Exactly. That's that, Dang, like that's, I said, that's that generational. Right. We're we're just doing it like in a modified way. Yes. Like our struggles are just modified. Exactly. Same to the time our parents went through, and we're going through, but and... just in just in our way. Mm-hmm. Man, and, and he said, "What is it? Therefore, it is not freedom. That's not, not freedom. If you're waiting on something to deliver you from your freedom, you're gonna be waiting forever." Ooh. <laughs> man seriously yeah like that's the time where they i mean that's a good point like thinking that someone is going to give you freedom or like you've said freedom to think freedom is to be free from something yeah like you are already never gonna get freedom oh my gosh man and like and people talk about you know you know kanye is stirring things up again which he stirred things up already when he said that what was it about slavery? Slavery was a choice. Was a choice. Mm-hmm. Now, now, I, I, he said it ugly as I. He kidding. did. He did. But it relates to what we saying. Like I want to believe that his purpose was like that. We are enslaved by the minds now. Exactly. And he exactly. wasn't talking. I want he to just take it out of the context of, of then. back then. Yeah. And he all was of that. talking about mental slavery. Yeah. I think, I believe he was talking about slavery. And let's be clear, it's all been mental too. Mm -hmm. True. But but I think that just because we don't have shackles on us right now, now it's only mental chains holding because there aren't a lot of physical chains on us. Exactly. So I suggest that everybody keep playing what's free over and over (laughs) and over and over because maybe it'll, you know, hit people's psyche that we're not. Like, we have been totally, totally conditioned. Mm -hmm. Now, am I saying that people just really don't need that's why we giving six laws right now because I don't think I don't think that people need nothing like I think that rituals matter I think that traditions matter I think mm-hmm. that culture matters and see yeah. culture used to teach us mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean it's like the point where people are like what do we need like what do we have to do what can we do to to get out of this and it's like there is nothing that nobody can give us or do for us to do to that. get out of it's it. It's an individual. Like you have to get yourself out of that in the space that you're in. In your mind, that's it. Cause, cause I feel like you said a few shows ago. In the in the beginning is you. Yeah. In the middle is you, and in the end is you. Constantly, constantly remind yourself of that. And that will help you get to that space a little better. And it's hard, y'all. It's Man. hard. We like, like I said, it's shamans, it's monks, it's preachers, it's 
it's all kind of people who are of age that you would think would understand this who have never even heard these concepts. Shit is probably gonna sound wild to some of y'all. But I feel like we needed to 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 give some laws to try to help people do this thing. Yeah. You know, when we first started our journey, it was wild to us. Yeah. And I think I think it scares people when we when you, well not scares, but it puts this automatic haze over it when you say consciousness or woke. Yeah. Like <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's all that, but nah. I like to say awareness. Yeah, awareness. I Being like that. In tune. in tune, tapped in. I mean, I'm just trying to get to know. Let's me. just build. Yeah, yeah. And how I can navigate this and yeah. be the best me while I go through it. Like, like we said, I don't said, want to be held by this stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. Like we said, self mastery. Absolutely, self government. Yes, yes. Self government is really the goal to all these laws. Like all of these laws, at the end of just wrapping up these laws. They are a code to help self-govern yourself. Like, we not trying to equate ourselves to the Ten Commandments, but I mean, hey. <laughs> hey. What's good? The six laws of glow. Yeah. You heard them here first. <laughs> Real talk. But I'm going to go ahead and mention the book that I referenced for a lot of this, too. The 12 Universal Laws of Success. This mm-hmm. is the second edition. Second edition expanded by Herbert Harris. That might be my cousin. Who knows? Girl. But um, the 12 Universal Laws of Success. I have recommended this book to um, a couple of the young ladies I mentor that are in my organization. I've read it through and through myself. And it, it's, it's got some, some gems in there to help you get through. And, and more than you can imagine from investing your money to desire, to fear, to all these things we've talked about, energy, judgment, connection, like all that is in that book. So if you want something to going into this next phase of your life, that is a good book to get the 12 universal laws of success. Definitely. And if we throw in our books, Mm -hmm. I got one. Since you talked about Jay Krishna Murthy, I'm still reading through his book, The Awakening of Intelligence. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that book will definitely bust open some. We used to have Sunday school with that junk. Man. It'll definitely. Might need to do that again. Make you rethink your definition to do that. (laughs) Oh, we need to to get that back going. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Side note, sidebar, anyway. But yeah, that'll definitely open your mind to make you uh, reevaluate how you think and your views and your beliefs. Absolutely. And it's good to check those. It is. Sometimes you got to check what you believe. Like, why am I believing this? Is this logical? Is this conducive to my life? Mm -hmm. Once again, it has expired. Yeah, some be- some up. beliefs expire. Have we said it? I th- I hope we have. I think that we have, but if we haven't, we'll say it again. That shit you believe in has expired. That's when you <laughs> need to disconnect. Hey. hey. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, okay, six laws of glow. You heard them here first, like I said. <laughs> Govern yourself accordingly. <laughs> So, um, now, of course, of course, of course, (laughs) you got to answer for yourself, answer for yourself. Now, what are we answering for today? (laughs) So, since we talking about glow ups, (laughs) has. One of your exes or all of your exes glowed up on you. <laughs> Never. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hell no. <nah>, no. Nah. <laughs> oh. What you think? Why I gotta go? I, I asked. Okay, we need what you think. <laughs> I mean, the real ugly me. I want to be like, never. <laughs> but I feel like for sure, if nothing else, they probably feel like they may have. Yeah. I mean, I feel like your glow is definitely kind of in the eye of the beholder. Because I don't feel like... 
That is a good one. Just because you think you're glowing up don't mean I agree. I don't think you're glowing up. You know, the glow can be subjective. (laughs) But see, okay, that brings me to mine because I feel like I don't feel like my ex or any of my exes have glowed up on me, but I don't really think I've glowed up on any of them either. Mm -hmm. Really? No. I feel like we're kind of both trying to figure it out. Like, I can see that we're both trying to figure it out. I agree with it, but I can't let you put it right there just because I've seen you, like... Well, I mean, I know I've grown. The stuff that you know, probably, compared to... Okay. Well, I mean, it's like... But but okay but, maybe I have but I'm, I'm not, not trying to get you to, I'm is, not trying to get you to judge that though I think that's what the glow being in the eye of the beholder yeah, it's like true. what is your exactly. what are these qualifications like <laughs> are we well, talking about a new I job mean, is a glow if we look okay, well if we, if we look, are we talking okay about? I'm well, trying to be humble but I kind of have okay so let let me let me say my okay so I'm gonna say this from the outside looking in. Probably not. Now, if I evaluated this man off my six laws of glow, he ain't done shit. <laughs> okay? And, and I mean, that's what I'm saying. But now, if I'm being objective and I'm outside looking in, okay, you know, you had a physical glow. Uh, okay, is having a baby a glow up? It can mm-hmm. be. I mean, if that's what they wanted. True. If that's yeah. what they wanted, it is. I agree. Because, I mean, that's. It, I think well, it really don't matter if they wanted it or not, cause a child is a glow, you know. True. That's yeah. your little glow, guys. <laughs> on some random kind of funny shit, I seen this post today where somebody was like, "If y'all don't believe nothing a nigga say, you better believe when he say he gonna put a baby in you." Ooh. <laughs> scary. I know, but that's so funny. What did that? <laughs> I, I, I kind of I agree with it, though. Don't scare me. That's fear. I ain't trying to... Mom would have never seen me again. <laughs> never pop up again. Okay, but yeah. I mean, I just... From the outside looking in, like I said, my ex ain't follow my six laws of glow, but he, he might have glowed up in... None of the people actually... I mean, I don't know. Let me just say that. I don't know whether they have or not. And I'm not trying to communicate about it. <laughs> I just feel like they, all of my exes have probably glowed in some form to yeah. them. Yeah. Whether it been maybe finding a mate for them or money. getting a job they like or getting themselves a cars, <laughs> anything that they, you any, know, any goal they had. Yep, yeah. accomplish some of their goals, so I feel like they probably have. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think it's dope to be objective, too, about shit like that, because I think that I can wish you the best glow without caring. Mm-hmm. Not, yeah. not caring, but, you know, just I, I wish the best, best. From you, for you from a distance. Exactly. I don't have to talk to you or and update it. or yeah. watch it. Yeah. But I, in my heart of heart, I, I want good for you. Exactly. I just don't want to have to be a part of it. Now I exactly. feel like I've definitely glowed up mentally. Maybe to them, not like physically, mm-hmm. but definitely mentally I've glowed up because based off the last conversation we had, I was definitely in a, in a better space. Yeah. Well, in a more mature space. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to bring close this thing. Um, shut this thing down. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to end it. Y'all keep glowing up out there. Yeah, for sure. Like, it's glow season. I'm going to keep saying that. Glow yeah, season. It's definitely glow season. And maybe you should, maybe this is just for you to, maybe you don't need to go by our six laws. Maybe you should create your own. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I think we were just trying to give people a template to kind of write their own code. Like, write Basically. your own code. That's ours. We mess with it. And guess what? It might change tomorrow. Tomorrow. You don't know. Really? Real so, talk. We learned hey, something If you new. make your own six laws, let us know. I know. That would be so dope if people just all wrote their six laws and we all just, you know. And, like, we don't have to use them all, but it could be some dope stuff. Mm. So, yeah. Send your six laws. <laughs>
mm-hmm. your six laws of glow. Um, but you know, so since it's glow season and since it's time for light, we gotta end this thing with everything is everything. Mm-hmm. Who wants to jump off that? Um, I can go. Okay. So my light, uh, we kind of touched on a little bit, but it's based off of um something I saw. Some some I don't know who said it, so I'm not trying to steal anybody's words. But what I saw was like my growth came when I realized I didn't have to experience life the way I had been told to. Mm. Mm. Okay, light. Mm. Everything is everything, ain't everything. it? Yeah. Everything. It's like like we said, when you have when beliefs expire and all of that, you have to like in order to glow up basically you have to realize that it's you're going you have to go up in your own way. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna be like anybody else's. It's for you and you only. Yeah. Well, following up with that, I feel like my light my everything is everything this week is don't put yourself on a timer. Mm-hmm. You don't know whether this process is going to take two days, three weeks, or a year. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't know. Don't hold yourself restrained to time spans that you or someone else has put on your glow. Mm-hmm. Don't rush your process. Take the time that you need. Now, don't become stagnant in it. Right. But take the time that you need. Okay. And me, um, another acronym I seen for fear was face everything and rise. Like, mm-hmm. like when we say glowing pains, it means, man, stick that pain out, y'all. My physical pain tolerance is very, very low. Like, I really got to work on that because I don't know. <laughs> my, my physical pain tolerance is very low but like my mental pain tolerance is probably stronger than it should be sometimes mm-hmm. but I feel like you just gotta face everything the pain, the bad, the brokenness, yes. the struggles to to do the things that you're trying to do, the not having the resources not knowing the people, not knowing who to network with, not just it's a lot of things you don't know when you're starting to do something or figure something out but a part of that fear is just saying okay i'm gonna face all of this and i'm still gonna rise Mm -hmm. and in honor of one of my favorite artists birthday today happy birthday Lilo! we're recording his birthday (laughs) um i just gotta say that you um i can't sleep till they stop sleeping on me like yeah. Literally, like you, you can't sleep till they stop sleeping on you. You face yeah. that shit. You rise. You don't sleep. You don't, whatever. It's, you sacrifice. You do whatever you got to do to get there. It's ignorant to believe that going up is going to be an easy process. Ignorant as hell. It's, mm-hmm. it's going to be hard. It's going to be painful. It's like, that's a part of it. That's and if all it's a part of it. If it's that easy, I ain't going to lie. You should be scared. Mm-hmm. Yo, yo, uh, intuition is like, turned off because if you don't feel something when everything is just seamlessly going too good mm-hmm. you should be looking and mm-hmm. not being negative not not wielding it to you but, but being just, aware yeah my and thing like, is the signs are usually there you're yeah. usually mm-hmm. just ignoring them at exactly. that point it's like you gotta be able to receive it and know how to like like i said rise receive right. it and rise exactly use that to help to help you grow well guys that is the end of another episode of the red couch chronicles we thank you we thank you we thank you for tuning in we're coming to an end of season one yeah check. we got Ooh. one more episode of season one we hope um that you've rocked with us thus far uh this is kind of just a small wrap up and we hope that you kind of got our direction we all know <laughs> because y'all ain't let us know so if you want to let us know if you want to show us some love if you want to follow us where can you do that check us out on instagram at red couch chronicles check us out on twitter at red couch vibes 
You can listen to us on SoundCloud, even though they're doing some other stuff right now. Mainly Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Yes, and we're on a host of other uh, platforms as well. That as well. We'll put those on our Instagram that you should be following. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Thank y'all for tuning in. Out the window of my range and contemplating in my sane. Have I sacrificed for fame? My occupations on my brain. Thought that I could change it all if I had changed. But the niggas that I came up with way back is still the same. I be trying to give them game like Santa did when Christmas came. They be listening, but it's clear to me they did not hear a thing. It go in one ear and out the other like a bullet out the muzzle of a pistol shot by brother standing point blank range. Niggas bang in the villa. I always thought that shit was strange. How you claim blood or cuz when that was just a LA thing. I don't mean no disrespect towards your set. No, I'm just saying that it seemed like for acceptance, niggas will do anything. Niggas will rep any gang. Niggas will bust any head. Niggas will risk everything. Point them out and then he dead. Shooting up where's granny live. Blow, blow. His granny duck. He don't give a fuck. He's on Henny and Danny duck. Blowing Tammy up. Bitch, when you gon' get him pennies up? He gon' plant a seed, but best believe he ain't man enough. Just because your dick can spray semen, it don't mean that you ready to let go of your childish ways the results are deadly because that child will suffer and that's what can most affect me the little girl i met this past summer said don't forget me i won't forget you how could i with all you went through a bullet hit your cousin in temple while he was with you and while you was talking i was tearing up where's the tissue if you was my sister then i would kiss you and tell you that i'm sorry for the pain you had to live through i know i'm blessed because your stress is realer than anything i done been through i put my head to the sky I sing yeah. Grateful for the blessings you bring yeah. Thank you for the ones I love yeah. Forgive me for the times I was huh. Down and confused I know yes. What I reap is what I will sow yes. Once again I find myself huh. Back with you from my hell all I ever wanted was to hit them bitches holler back Get some money plus respect and now look I got all of that All I wanna do is see my granny on the other side All I wanna do is kill the man that made my mama cry All I wanna do is touch a platinum plaque and celebrate All I wanna do is keep my niggas out the yellow tape All I wanna do is see my granny on the other side All I wanna do is kill the man that made my mama cry It's not that big, but at least all of a God has saved because he's still alive. Yeah, Amen. So why, why do y'all think that bad stuff happens? Like, why can't the world just be all nice things? Just so. Because God is trying to um, warn, warn us or teach us a lesson that we need to learn. Or he's trying to warn us of he's coming back to um, see us and take us home and redo the world. The world. He's coming back to um, have us be his children and for us to see him for the first time so we could we can rejoice with him and ha- ha- have all time. And after we do that, he's going to restart the world. K-O-D.